So welcome to the Quick Block podcast with Chris Shanks and Andrew Vincent from Quick Block and myself, Nick Bramley, your podcast host. The timing of this could not be better because Quick Block are based in Glasgow, where COP26 is currently taking place. And we're going to explore a few things that might be relevant to that audience and people interested in that particular agenda. So without further ado, welcome to the Quick Block podcast, uh, Andrew and Chris. Thanks very much, Nick. Delighted to be here. Hi, Nick. How's it going? Yeah, good. Thanks. Good. We've got a few things to explore. I think there's a, a good link between you know what I I genuinely know is an excellent product and you know the whole COP26 agenda and things around that. So I guess without further ado, let's let's crack on, shall we? Um, Andrew, um, recently I've been up to Glasgow to work with a couple of your team, uh, one from the customer service and sales side, one from the product development side and I got a real insight into the whole sort of quick block product what it's capable of um, and I found it just really fascinating that something that's relatively simple can be so effective and has so many uses sort of wide use applications so do you want to paint a little picture for us Andrew of what quick block's all about so that people can get the same excitement I had when I when I first got let loose in a room with some yeah, sure, Nick. So I think you've happened upon quite a, a pertinent point. So before I speak about our product, I would, I would, I guess, say if you remember when you were younger and you used to build with Lego, imagine that that were still possible, but on adult scale. That 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 is that is in a nutshell what QuickBlock is. So we we have a rapid assembly building product that's made from one hundred percent recycled plastic. And it literally stacks um, on top of the, the blocks stack on top of each other really simply so that anyone um, can build with it. And um, as I'm sure we'll go on to discuss, we've um, we've built a variety of different structures and all different settings. And at the heart of it, it's you know it's a really simple system to use. It offers a, a you know a solution to the, the the plastic waste problem that we have in the world. Um, and and. Uh, also, hopefully, offers um, an opportunity for some people to have a little bit of fun and and let their imagination go wild. I think it is an imagination thing, isn't it? You got to, I see you've got a, a bit of a, a sort of stack behind you, and uh, you know you can do anything with it. We're going to explore that later. But from a um, a quick block point of view, where did the idea for this particular product uh, come from? Where did it sort of arise from, Andrew? So it was it, our, the original inventor and founder of, of QuickBlock um, was a chap called Hugh Fisher, who was a, who's an inventor, remains an inventor to this day, um, an architect by profession. And his vision actually was Eureka moment, if you will, came when he was working in the Middle East. Um, he was out uh, working on one of the architectural um, projects and he noticed a, a real issue with waste blowing around in the streets. Um, but also there was there was a lot going on at that time in the Middle East and there was a lot of um, sort of large refugee camps. There was some um, people that had been displaced as a result of construction work, etc. And he's seen a need for for maybe, you know, temporary accommodation um, for, for people. He matched that with the plastic waste issue and thought, actually, is there something in this that we could take waste and turn it into a, a, an easy to use building material? So that that was that was where the that was the kind of nucleus of the idea that that you know came about probably not 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 less than ten years ago really. Um, the company was formed um, about six years ago, and since then we've been putting that idea into action. So we've been developing it, um, looking at different materials, 
um, developing the product to where it is now. And we've arrived at 100% um, recycled polypropylene product. Um, and it's, it, it fulfills his original brief, shall we say. It takes the waste, turns it into a really simple and easy to use building material. Um, and that's, that's, that's where it's come from. And we have, no, I guess, the biggest challenge is that there are so many things that you can do with it. So mm. we've great ideas of where we go next. Um, but we, yeah, we're a, still an early stage company. Um, we've got a, a small team, really smart team, and we're growing at pace um, as we speak. But, um, but that gives you an insight as to where it came from, Nick. I mean, I, f I felt the sort of sense of energy when I was up there in Glasgow about the opportunity, really. And it's one of those, I do like the idea of what would you build as a, as a bit of a concept, you know, saying to somebody, here's what QuickBlock can do. Uh, here's the, the applications, which we are going to touch on shortly. What would you build if you had a, a, a QuickBlock um, set, as it were? And you don't buy them in sets, you buy them for the requirements, but your design team can help them with that. But it's a really good sort of way of engaging people on social media and stuff like that. So um, it looks uh, great in terms of, of what it can do. And we'll, we'll explore that a little bit. So, Chris, um, when I was looking at working with your team in terms of some of their sort of development, I was genuinely amazed that a product that's so transferable, really, you know, and, 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 and you know, Andrew's likened it to big, big block Lego for grown-ups, which is, uh, is a good way of describing it. Is this the type of product that when people get their hands on it, they tend to start thinking about the endless possibilities? Is it one of those sort of light bulb products that people think, oh, oh, what about this? What about that? Yeah, I mean, I think, um, and Andrew mentioned our visions to enable anyone to build anything anywhere um, and we genuinely believe that uh, with the blocks you can put anything together that you could yeah, really imagine um, and you actually mentioned it but as part of our marketing we do a regular like hashtag what would you build post um, and some of the things that people have come up with have been yeah, fantastic I think even one person said about building a dinosaur um, which, which does sound yeah, quite difficult but I'm sure yeah, with ingenuity, the team we could probably pull it off. Um, and last week we we built a Christmas tree um, out of our blocks. Uh, so yeah, I think they might have been taking the Lego transference a bit literally when it came to dinosaurs and stuff. It's more it's it's more about sort of light construction and like you say things like temporary shelters and stuff like that. Andrew mentioned earlier, but I mean the fact that you could probably build a dinosaur of it, it's not really of where its value stands. I don't suppose is it, Chris? No, so the value is, is in some of the sectors that we've targeted, and that's agriculture, land management, um, light construction, um, and events and hospitality. That's where we see it fit, and that's where we are driving forward as a company. Um, but you know what? There's a bit of fun in it as well. It can't all be serious, and actually... We might just build that dinosaur just to prove that we can do it. Just, just, just to drop it off at the client's premises outside. <laughs> he can't remember entering the competition, but then gets a dinosaur dropped off <laughs> outside the front. So, yeah, and, and the thing is, with if you fill if you fill it with, you know, sand or or, or you know uh, heavy materials, that it, it's permanent as a structure, isn't it? You know, it, it, very very solid in terms of you know, um, permanence. And we'll, we'll talk about things like retaining walls and other stuff that goes with it later, but. You know, anything temporary, anything semi-permanent, anything permanent. So you could have a permanent dinosaur outside his office in his car parking space. That might be interesting to see how that uh, that transpires. Okay. Um, when when I was up there, Andrew, I was sat with a team. We were exploring things like light construction, agriculture, land management, events and hospitality. 
landscaping, civil engineering, and loads, loads more. Okay, so what is it about Quick Block that makes it so transferable as a product? You know, what type of structures or even furniture can you use Quick Block to make? Because the events and hospitality industry are probably going to have a very different use for it than somebody building or using it for light construction. Yeah, so I think at the heart of what makes it so transferable is it, is is its simplicity, Nick. So the the fact that um, you know anyone can build with it, um, it's flexible, and that you can you know with other maybe pop up infrastructure solutions they're of a set size, whereas with Quick Block you can you know you can decide how long, how tall, how wide um, structures may want to be. Um, it's it's. It's very flexible in terms of where you can take it as well. Um, you you would often be restricted in traditional building materials with with logistics. You know, simply can you you know lift something into place or get it into place? Do you need roads, etc.? Whereas you can literally you know you can man you, you can you can carry quick block on your back and take them to the top of a mountain if you really wanted to to mm. build something. So there there's that flexibility in the construct of what you can build and also the the flexibility in, in where you can build. Um, and and what makes it so transferable is just how simple it is. It, it transcends. It's a bit like you know like like um, like kids building blocks, isn't it? Transcends languages or, or or culture. People see it in front of them and they can build with it. So that simplicity makes it really transferable. And and it's because of that that that, that literally we have you know whether you are a keen DIY. Um, gardener for instance and you want to build a shed in your garden whether you're you know popping up an event um, you know a summer festival for instance and you want to pop up a village and take it back down again and take it on to the next festival space whether you are uh, you know one of our armed forces helping out in a humanitarian aid situation and you want to build a rapid you know a rapidly deployed um, sort of shelter or refugee housing etc you, you can you can use our product to do it so it's that that base, base system, which is simple, you know, transportable and flexible, and then you know the scenarios. We we've got a solution for it for almost every scenario, really. I, I guess the the limitations only in the limitation of the creativity of the people who are are looking at it, really. Um, Chris, we talked about things like retaining walls. We talked about things like filtering and funneling traffic, sort of people and pedestrians. We talked about smoking shelters in offices. We even talked about on a construction site where space might be a, a premium, maybe a storage unit where normally you have to bring in a big container and drop it in with a crane. You might have access problems, as as Andrew mentioned. You know, what are some of the exciting things that you're seeing people use it for? Then, Chris, I mean, I've touched on a few there, I guess. Yeah, so, yeah, a lot of it is things like retaining walls. Um, we have cordoning. We already have that in place. Um, we're working with various councils to delineate areas um, using our product. Um, people are building shelters. People are building planters with it. Um, sheds, outhouses, man caves, as I call them, but outhouses. Um, but really, anything. Um, but, yeah, the it's... it's it's one of those products that when I first came on board, when I first came on into the company, and, and I suppose like anyone that starts to recognize Quick Block, you have all these mad ideas that could potentially be built with it. And actually, you can build all of them with it. Um, and it's, it's taking it as to what is real use um, products. And that's where the, the, the challenge was for us. But we've created those solutions. 
We're now working with big companies um, on products that they're looking for. Um, and also we're working with your everyday person who wants to do stuff in the garden, as Andrew said. So Yeah. I mean, the landscape inside is fairly obvious. It, I mean, it looks great. It's green. It can be anything from a planter to a, you know, a, a home for a water feature. It could be like, say, uh, a, a garden shed or man cave for somebody. Some of those are fairly obvious. But the other, the, the temporary shelter stuff is quite interesting. And what I found interesting was the furniture aspect of it. So just explain to the audience, Chris, the hospitality and events side of it, because you talked about temporary furniture where I was up there. I'm thinking I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't necessarily associate with that. Give us a bit of an insight into that side of things. Yeah, so we're, we're actually doing an event um, this week um, up in Dundee. Um, and we're doing, yeah, uh, various amounts of stuff for them. One of them being a stage, so we can do staging. So we're doing a three before meter stage. Um, we're also doing seating um, for the venue, that being for the people that are attending, but also for the organizers. Um, so you can do corner sofas. You can do seats with tables. You with Actually, when I wasn't there, the guys were up last week. They, they just built a bench and, and we've got um, nice upholstered cushions that go with it. So bespoke to, to the size. So um, building benches, podiums, information points. Uh, yeah, anything you can imagine. But we're, that's what we're doing for the, for the event in Dundee. But I would say the event industry, everything's temporary, isn't it? Everything's kind of has to be mobile. Everything has to be built and then sort of um, uh, decommissioned and, and rebuilt somewhere else for the next one. So you know, it, it's great for that sector as well. So quick question, what skills do you have to have to build quick block, Chris? So you have to be a, you have to have some engineering and, and Meccano, you know, type skills. You have to be, you have to be a, a, an advanced sort of DIYist or, or what's the, what's the situation? Um, you don't need any engineering background, and and that's the beauty of the system. Um, but if you are looking to build something that you're, yeah, unsure of what it can withstand or what it'll even look like, then you can just send us over a drawing or a specification. Um, we've got an in-house design team. Uh, they can look at it. They'll develop a solution, um, and we'll even provide a CAD model to help you visualize it. Um, so yeah, there's there'll be someday they are if you need us, but we almost guarantee you don't. Okay, that's because it's so functional and easy, and you know, like you say, most people going back to Andrew's earlier point, have had some play around with Lego in, in as a kid. It's got a very similar principle, hasn't it? Really, so you know, it's just it's just subject to the vision. Quick question, Chris, as well about in terms of if you mentioned the in-house design, if a customer's not sure, what should they do? Yeah, so any new customer that comes on board um, will be assigned an account manager, um, and they'll take them through the build process should they need it. Um, but as I say, we're pretty confident that with the assembly instructions, um, our how-to video library, and the, and the fact that you don't need any specific tools, that most people will start building almost immediately. Um, and, and they'll be surprised at how little they actually need our help. Okay. Well, how, how does it go from a temporary, so, you know, something lightweight as, a, as a, maybe a podium or a, you know, a, a reception desk, how does it go from that to something permanent, like a, a retaining wall? What are, you, what are you filling it with and how are you making it? structurally secure yeah so i mean it, it may not look obvious but the blocks are hollow um <laughs> so when you put them together you can infill it with anything and I, that's the whole way down the structure um we recommend using material like type one aggregate sand um but you can use the land around you so if you're 
for example, agriculture sector, um, there's rubble, there's soil. You could you could put that into the blocks as well. Um, and it's all about just giving it that extra stability, that extra rigidity. Um, but the blocks themselves can withstand quite a lot. So it's really just taking it from that temporary part to the semi-permanently permanent. Um, the blocks naturally have flex in them um, because of the way they've been built. Mm-hmm. Um, that also means that you don't need any specific foundation to build on. Um, you can do it in uneven ground, provided there's not massive slopes. Um, but if you are looking for a more permanent solution, then we would recommend a foundation of sorts. But again, it, it doesn't have to be concrete. Okay. So it is environmentally friendly across the whole range then, isn't it, really? Yeah. Re- reusing, reusing what you're digging out probably to you know, put the retaining wall in, filling it with the, with the, uh, the like you say, the soil and, and, and the, the stuff that you're digging out. So that's good stuff. Okay. Let's get on to location. I mentioned earlier about sort of where, where you're based. So, you know, we're all in, uh, you cover the whole of the UK, don't you, from Glasgow, but you are based in Glasgow. And right now, as we're recording this, um, you know, COP26 is is in full swing. I think we're at the start of the second week. So given that Quick Block's 100% sustainable and it's a very environmentally sort of uh, uh, effective product, what are you doing in and around the COP26 event to align that agenda with your product range and the sort of whole sustainability environmental responsibility, Andrew? So, yeah, I mean, literally the window behind me, about half a kilometre is, is where all the, the world leaders are, are, are meeting or have been meeting over the over the piece. So we, we literally couldn't be closer to the action um, where our office is. Um, if we try to get any closer, we're, we're stopped by the security team. <laughs> Are swarming Glasgow at the moment. So yeah, we we are we you know it's, it, as as a Glaswegian, I'm proud to be you know hosting this event in our city. It's it's, it's an honour and it's um it couldn't be more timely and and more timely for our product. As you say, you know for us, it's about being part of the the conversation. We we intentionally manufacture our product from 100% recycled polypropylene, um, most of which would has been taken from ocean plastic. So we've got some, you know, we're, we're solving a problem there. And for us, um, with the with, with the event, and we spoke a lot about events, with, with the event taking place here in, in Glasgow, we've tried to take that opportunity to get our product out in front of as many people as possible. Um, we've, I mean, we've, we have been part of the conversation. So I was honoured to be invited to an event last week um, with His Royal Highness Prince Charles. Um, and that was at Kelvin Grove Art Gallery, myself and a number of um, representatives from the, the business community across the UK um, sat for a morning session and discussed how us as startups, as as businesses, um, you know, help help the the government achieve net zero because obviously we all play a part in that. So so being part of the, the conversation has been a big thing, raising awareness um, of, of our um, product and the reasons why we approach it in the way we do has been has been you know a bit a big thing for us. Um, taking part in in the protests which have taken place because clearly we you know we, we all have our part to play here, um, and also from a from a business perspective we've we've been involved. Chris mentioned the event in Dundee that's been run by Michelin, the the tire manufacturer. Now they've they've set up a new site. They've closed down their production facility in in Dundee, and it's now focusing on um, sustainability and sustainable new technologies. So we are showcasing at that event in Dundee, which is a a part of COP26, Mm. but also laying on all the event infrastructure for them, which, of course, can then be taken back down and used for for future events. Um, And we're also 
involved in an expo, which is a, I would call a fringe event to, to COP26 at the Construction Scotland Innovation Centre. Um, so tomorrow I'm meeting with people from all around the world to showcase our product and, and, um, and, and uh, you know, open the discussion with, with them about, you know, the innovative technologies that they've got, perhaps mm-hmm. room for collaboration there, but also to showcase what we've got. So, um, yeah, in summary, it's, it's just great to be, be, be part of the, the whole conversation and to have it on our front doorstep is, uh, as I say, quite the honour and quite exciting, to be honest, Nick. Well, I, I didn't know if it was a missed opportunity. I think from what you're saying now, you've, you've got a lot more involvement and engagement with with some of the decision makers. I wasn't expecting Joe Biden to drop by and, you know, have a little play with the grown-up Lego at any point particularly. But uh, I'm just wondering if there's still an opportunity for you to engage more you know, maybe post COP26 with the the outcomes of that, you know, being sustainable, environmental, um, Glasgow-based, you know, have you got a plan to, to to really help to drive that awareness of Quick Block and the SME agenda then, uh, Andrew? Yeah, well, I think COP, COP26 as an event is, is I mean, it's it's a meeting of, of, of obviously world leaders and then all of the, the administration that, that goes with that. But the key part in this is yes, we can make announcements and we can, you know, we, we can pledge to, to end deforestation, which was a great announcement last week. You know, we can make all of these pledges, but actually, arguably the most important point is what comes next. It's the it's it's how we then deliver on those. So as a business, um, as a you know, a really ambitious business, we want to to help government achieve their you know ambitious targets. We, we you know, the Scottish government really bold. Um, bold aspirations as to the UK government and we are really leading the world here so I don't see why we can't be part of that solution in, in, in construction for instance that you know the, the, the construction industry is, is a massive polluter obviously and, and, and has a massive impact on the, the environment eight percent of global co2 emissions come from the production of cement so 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 cement itself concrete and cement products now we are we are not going to you know replace concrete and cement in every structure, but I I can tell you that there will be a you know a, a real there is a real opportunity there to 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 minimise that that emission through the use of quick block. So if we can be involved in that um, and really help, it's not about yes, it's about pressuring government, but it's also about helping them achieve things, um, and and hopefully we can do that. I would say you're not likely to replace cement in you know, full-scale construction um, activity, but certainly around the periphery, certainly around the edges of a construction site. You know, things we talked about, temporary shelters, storage units, all the things that, that uh, uh, you know, generally are, you know, quite heavily involved in sustainability challenges and environmental pollution. You can certainly make a difference there, so it's great to see, yeah. Most certainly, I mean the 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 kind of temporary structures, semi-permanent structures, quite often are. It would amaze you what is built using materials that can't be reused. So everything that we build can be taken back down again, flat packed, and then reused for something entirely different. So you can from a garden shed to a dinosaur. Okay, so so that's, that's the that's the fun you can have with it. But also, a point that Chris mentioned was the need for foundations so so the fact that it's a lightweight structure that can be built without the requirement for foundations how many garden sheds do people have with a concrete slab below it you know you know so so there's there's a real um you know there's as you say you're right it's on the periphery we're not going to be building 
skyscrapers out of out of quick block and we're not going to be you know replacing that material but but inadvertently by the introduction of this new innovative product we will be you know replacing it or offering a, a more sustainable alternative shall we say Nick? I mean it's great to see it's very exciting um I'm going to go back to the product Chris with yourself um you know, we, if I worked in any of the sectors we've talked about, like construction, agriculture, civil engineering, land management, hospitality, whatever, landscaping particularly, what would you say to me about checking out QuickBlock and what it can do? Is there, Where would you point me to? What can I see? What content have you got available that maybe I can think, oh, okay, let me have a, a, a good look at that? Because, you know, at the moment we're talking about it and it's very positive, but it's a very visual and tactile product, isn't it? Yeah, no, as um, and and that's one of the biggest challenges is actually to get that across um, to people that haven't seen it before. As you know, how innovative it is and what you can achieve with it without them actually seeing it. Um, so one of the big things when I came on board is, and it was already in the progress, but we we finally got it finalised was the the website, um, and we've got a new look website uh, now live, so you can go onto that. Um, and we have very much sector-specific information. Um, so if you come from one of those sectors, yeah, just go to the drop-down tabs on the website and you'll see that. Um, you can find us quite easily on Google. You just go to QuickBlock or you can enter quickblock.uk in the address bar. Um, and we'll probably have to buy quickblock.co.uk as well just to uh, prevent anybody else going anywhere else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, on that, we're on yeah all the social channels. So Instagram, LinkedIn, um, YouTube, um, I don't think there's a social channel we're not on. Oh, TikTok, we're not on TikTok yet, but the, the marketing guys, uh, they want us to be on TikTok because they just like putting together videos. Um, so we'll be on that, no doubt, soon enough. Um, I'll, be honest, I'll be honest with you, though. It, it does, because it's fun and quick, as the name suggests, it probably does lend itself well to, to a TikTok kind of platform. I'm not a big fan, if I'm honest, personally. You know, I'm not that bothered about seeing cats juggling and 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 people, you know, taking 20 minutes to make an omelette and show you how they do it. But ultimately, TikTok is short, sharp, quick, and yours is, as the name suggests, quick. But it's also a bit of fun. You can do a bit with that with a, a you know a speed up video and all the things that go with it. So I guess that might be the next the next phase of your of your social media platform. Yeah, but it probably is, and I think it's yeah, it's definitely the way forward to be active. Yeah, where we can be. Um, but the best thing I would say to understand QuickBlock or get to know QuickBlock is just give us a call um, yeah. or email me um, and I'll come out and see you. Um, I've, you know, we've no qualms about that at all. I love meeting people. I love having conversations with people um, and showing them the product and getting them excited, as excited as I am about it. Um, so that's probably the biggest thing. I can bring out the blocks. You can build with a few of them. Um, I can give you all the information you need for brochures or leaflets. Um, but I think once you see it, once you see the product, um, once you see the video, um, you'll just be amazed. Um, and, and yeah, you'll just want to buy some. That's, well, yeah. I, I was there in the office and there's some in the office and, and you just can't help but want to do something with it. There's all the flat pack stuff there thinking, oh, what can I do with that? So it, it genuinely does, does it, yeah. it gives you the inner the inner Lego child in you, doesn't it really? Okay. So I'm just conscious of time. I'm going to ask last question for, for Andrew really, I guess is, is, What's next for QuickBlock and what does 2022 hold for you and the business going forward? So it's a really exciting time, Nick. We have, you know, we're, we're launching the product in a number of different markets at the moment. So for me, for the next year, it's really getting that, you know, getting the product in front of as many people as possible. And we've got some really exciting 
clients that we're working with. So, so you know, keep, keep an eye on our social media channels to see how things develop there. Um, we're also, we're not standing still. Um, this is an innovative product and we've got two very um, different but, but very exciting um, new products that we launched to market within the next year as well. Um, so we're, we're continuing to build on the core system uh, as well. So there's new things um, coming up. And also, um, you know, we are, we're a small team. We're growing the team, you know, literally, you know, well, within the next six months, we'll be, we'll be bringing on some, some new team members, really growing um, what we're doing and, and, and looking to speak to as many different markets as possible and get the product out there. Um, we've got, as I said, we've got some exciting new um, clients and, and I can't speak about them all as of yet, but there's, there's, there's a really, um, there's, there's one, one in particular project that we're doing with the, um, the UK Ministry of Defence, um, which, is, which is really exciting. So watch this space. And that, that might be a game changer on a few levels, presumably, if you're talking about that level of of, uh, of client. So um, I hope COP26 gives you some opportunities as well to explore. You know, I think it, it deserves um, some level of success from the alignment that you're doing, the work you're putting in, the geography, and, and, and you know, genuinely the, the passion you've got for the whole agenda around the whole COP26 uh, sustainability and environmental uh, side of things. All that remains for me to say, uh, guys, is that you've been brilliant guests today um it's been really insightful in terms of you know showcasing what a product like quick block can do uh, for those who are watching the video the contact details for andrew as ceo and chris as head of sales uh, are on the uh, are on the end of the um of the the video and we'll put them in the show notes so that you can pick up and click and link and you know connect etc with people at the same time so so guys it's been a brilliant insight into um a relatively new business making some really big strides with a a product that is fun innovative but has got a real real future in terms of what its ambitions are for helping the planet to achieve you know, the objectives that we're all now very much aware of and responsible for. So all it remains for me to say, thanks very much uh, for attending and being great guests on the podcast. Thanks, Nick. Thanks very much, Nick. Thank you.